Alright everybody, welcome to another episode of Movie Talks and Chill. We're your hosts, I'm Tony Serrato. I'm Gavin Butts. I'm Patrick Wong. Uh, and in this episode, we're going to do something really, really different than we've <laughs> ever done. Um, well, let me ask you this first. Uh, what if we never met? I'd have this more is a real free, question. I'd have more free time on the weekends. <laughs> I mean, I'd, I'd say the same. You know, I'd probably, you know, mm-hmm. have a happier life. Yep. <laughs> You're probably right. <laughs> Never would have heard of the movie Teeth. Yeah. Or watched it. <laughs> <laughs> Never would have heard of the movie Teeth. <laughs> You never know. That is why it's one of, and that is he, what this. He quite possibly never would have watched Jaws. It, it's very possible. There's a lot of things that could have happened, and that is what this episode is all about. It's a what if? What if about anything? Marvel has done it about their shows and stuff, yeah, and they've had they did it, it really well. And I want it on the record: we are not as smart as the writers on Disney Plus's payroll. No, uh-huh. <laughs> that's why we didn't write this. We're just coming off the, <laughs> off the top of our heads. So this is why we're thinking of it. Yeah. Yeah. So this could be a what if about anything. What if about us? What if about movies? Movies. You know. What if about you know? What if you didn't? What if we didn't film or record in Patrick's apartment today? Where would we be? We'd be at Tony's place. Like that's we just are where right we are. Now. Right. So like, perfect. What if? All right. Da, da, da. Now we have that answer. But this one's going to be more of a guessing game. Not really. Almost like a kind of like a game. But it's like a thought exercise. <laughs> yes. Like if our knees bent the other way, what would chairs look like? I think the same because they would just go. They would fold under. Are you sure? Yes. Or would it just all? That, be that is my final answer. Or would it just all be bar stools? <laughs> <laughs> well, then you're like, no, I stick with my. I'm sticking with my final answer on this one. <laughs> so, who, wait, who directed the movie The Arrival with Charlie Sheen? Oh yeah, yeah. He, he could answer that question. Could, yeah. <laughs> what do chairs look like on your spaceship? <laughs> if you had to think about it, how did the aliens sit down? <laughs> Whoever the the director was. I need them to answer. Give me a call on my cell once I leave Tony's apartment so I can get the fucking signal. There you go. I can't help you get T-Mobile. I got bars. Mine works. All right, so we know what the topic is. What if free-for-all conversation? Who wants to go first? I'm going to let take one of you two time. go first. Take your time. You know, don't take too much time. We don't like dead air on the show. <laughs> one of the big things As I kind of... we have seconds of, of it every, every episode. <laughs> <laughs> one of the big things I kind of think about is like, what if I never moved to Florida? Like, okay. That was a huge thing for me. And and uh, I've been here ten well, over 10 years now. 2012 was when I moved in uh, or moved down. And that was... I mean, I wouldn't know you guys. Like, I would have... Didn't your ex-wife make you move down here? No, we, that was like our our thing. Like oh, okay. We wanted to go to, uh, we wanted to live by the beach. So it was either going to be here or... Virginia Beach? Um, no, uh, Myrtle Beach, South oh, okay. Carolina. Okay. And uh, so we actually knew people here. We had come down and visited like several times. Uh, some couples that we had, you know, we had known in Virginia. So like we kind of knew the area and got... Got kind of like accustomed to, um, or you know, some of the places down here, but that that's just one of the things that's always like, especially now looking back on a lot of things that have you know happened in my life. Like, what, what if I never moved down here? What if I, sorry, mom, what if I stayed stuck in by God FBFE Virginia, <laughs> old draft fork, the communist state, I mean, Commonwealth, Commonwealth of Virginia? <laughs> so let's do that. We can actually utilize this as part of the show. So, all right, figure out what that alternate path might have been or or the things you would not have experienced had you not done oh, that man i never would have went to my first hockey game or okay. or if i did it would have been um it wouldn't have been tampa bay lightning mm-hmm. uh when i moved down here 
the job I had out on the beach was working with a hotel and I befriended one of the, um, the concierge managers out there. And so one night he had, they got a bunch of tickets to go to the lightning game. So I went to the first one for free. I was like, hockey, who cares? I, I'll go. And then I fell in love with it. <laughs> <laughs> I've been now, to a couple of hockey games. I'm still not the biggest fan of hockey. I'll go, but I'm not like, I see, love you some hockey. I, I, can, I completely <clears throat> disagree, man. It's like my favorite sport to watch, like there. Yeah. Like, I mean, and I love football. Like, football was my sport since I was five, you know? <laughs> but, like, hockey is, it's everything. You got boxing, you got, you know, you got figure skating, you got, you got goal! <laughs> you got somebody accused of trying to take off their skate and stab someone? Exactly, yes. <laughs> Wait, that's Happy Gilmore. I yeah. just, I just like, He's especially, the that. especially <laughs> when they start fighting, I like when, like, the refs are just sitting there and they're just like. Well, they don't get intervened until no. someone hits the ice. Right, and they're just holding, they're holding everyone else back. They're like, no, you guys ain't, they're, they're working it out. <laughs> Uh, so that's a that's a big one. Um, uh, trying, to, I may not have ever gotten into finance because mm-hmm. uh, I didn't make that change until until I moved down here. Got the chance at Franklin Templeton. Mm-hmm. I, uh, wow! Isn't your degree in college in finance? No, history education. Oh, so you're a history teacher? Was oh, I, I mean that was like that was actually my goal when I first went to college was that I was going to be a history teacher and coach my high school football team. Oh, okay. And I was way off. Mainly <laughs> <laughs> because the coach is usually the health class, the, the health teacher. Uh, yeah, he uh, at the at the time he was actually my cousin's up there uh, coaching out. He's the uh, gym teacher and uh, driver's ed teacher. Oh, okay. All right, everyone. <laughs> this is the clitoris. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to sex ed. <laughs> the book says it's somewhere on the female yeah. body. I haven't found it. So <laughs> scientists uh, still uh... <laughs> immediate A for anybody who does discover and can help me out. Yeah. <laughs> Someone can draw me a map. <laughs> I would like a three-page paper by the end of the day. Yeah. <laughs> I've got a date at 7, so 6.30 would be great. <laughs> the clitoris and me. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a big novel, he writes. It's a murder mystery. <laughs> <laughs> it's a whodunit, and where is it? Yeah. It's a whodunit, and where was it? <laughs> what if Gavin actually found it? <laughs> That's a good one to know. <laughs> oh, jeez. So that's a good what if. He found a... He's, kind of track a unique path here yeah and like you said you wouldn't have met us and that would have just been sad for you it would have it would have you know you know i mean i apologize for you guys (laughs) (laughs) you're stuck with me now bitches (laughs) sorry sorry about that (laughs) sorry sorry not sorry yeah exactly right (laughs) what about you patrick come on now you gotta have some kind of what if in your life the first thing i thought of um was what if the pandemic never happened Okay. Um, and a lot of people would say, well, that would just be a great thing, wouldn't it? And it was like, for the most part, yeah, 300,000 people wouldn't have lost their lives. Um, but then there's how much stuff we did during lockdown and during the pandemic that changed a lot of people's lives. Like, this podcast got started because you were bored, you wanted to get into the industry, and we had so much free time because it was the pandemic. And you got it going. If there was no pandemic, you'd still be running around your crazy bullshit life. We probably wouldn't be sitting here. <laughs> I'd be running around. Ouch, <laughs> bullshit. I, I wouldn't work from home for five days a week. I'd still be going into the office every day. Um, a lot of um, YouTube content creators, like, that, you know, they didn't start, but they really found their 
their way and their path their because voice. yeah yeah because that's all they had to do like i'm not really working at the moment so i could just sit here and work on the content that i'm creating so mm-hmm. youtube platform was still pretty large when the pandemic hit but i mean it kind of exploded during the pandemic especially when youtubers were making videos using zoom and um you know having doing let's play the video games and all mm-hmm. that and so a couple of channels i know that i follow blew up considerably during the pandemic mm-hmm. um so i i think I don't know if the world, I don't want to say the world would be a better place because obviously, once again, a lot of people lost their lives due to the virus <laughs> and that's a very sad thing and that we don't want that to ever happen again. But on the other hand, I mean, as, as bad as it was and everyone hated it, everyone complained about it and everybody bought toilet paper for some reason and then tried <laughs> to sell it a month later because like, well, I bought too much so now I'm selling it for $480 and people were paying it. Fucking price gougers. Don't get me wrong, pandemic was bad and it shouldn't have happened. Don't but get it, me started on the eggs. Yeah. <laughs> Back in the day, I used to be able to afford them to throw at my enemies. Yeah. <laughs> but though it, there are some instances where I can say that the pandemic did change the world for the better. Like, mm-hmm. Once again, we started this podcast during mm-hmm. the pandemic. Um, a lot of businesses reevaluated how they do business and productivity has gone up in people's lives. Who, unfortunately, I hate the fact that I have to say this, unfortunately, but the ones that kept their jobs during the pandemic, their lives, their working lives probably got a little bit better. Mm-hmm. So th- what if the pandemic never happened? We'd still be in the same rut that we were in 2019. Was it a bad rut? Was it a good rut? Eh, it was, it was life in 2019. And nowadays, post-pandemic or now in the endemic situation, some, some parts of life are a little bit better. So... What if the pandemic never happened? I don't know. I could, at least from the things I've looked at, like the employment side of it, mm-hmm. um, especially like, um, well, the the era that we're, I guess, kind of maybe still in or maybe coming out of, like they they dubbed the Great Resignation. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, 2022 was <coughs> a bunch of people leaving their jobs for other higher paying jobs because... Mm-hmm. There was so much, you know, getting reopened after COVID. Mm-hmm. Like so, so many people left the workforce that were there for, you know, been at their job 20, 25 years and they just took early retirement. Well, then the people that were stuck there, you know, had to do double duty and they're like, well, <laughs> I'm not getting any more for this. So like, I'm going to leave or you're going to either increase my pay. So half the time that happened or they left, went to another place making double the money, you know? So yeah. I, and I think that kind of, work around and like people with the remote stuff that actually opened up a whole lot more across the country mm-hmm. because you know somebody in New York could work for a company here in Florida now or in Colorado you know do the same thing you know the remote work just really blew up the the employment industry yeah the only downside to this area is that that remote work also allowed a whole bunch of people to flood our market and yeah. drive up massive every, prices every price yeah. Good the Lord. reason why i was thinking god i'm now paying fourteen hundred dollars a month for a one bedroom yes thank you jesus <laughs> thank you everybody appreciate it <clears throat> don't get me started you damn yanks <laughs> hey that's offensive oh sorry it should be to yourself as well you're a northerner. I'm from Virginia. Which is north of the Mason-Dixon line. No, it is not. Where is the Mason-Dixon? Richmond. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Which is Virginia. <laughs> I like no, how you solemnly said on a statement, it's north. No, it's not. Well, where is it? Then? Where is it, actually? <laughs> I could have sworn it was south of Virginia. Oh, my God. You should have bet him $100. I know. I wouldn't have taken that one. <laughs> it's north of the... No, it's not. $100 says it is. <laughs> 
<laughs> Tony, can you spot me? <laughs> I know you got the money. <laughs> yeah, Tony, can you spot me? <laughs> well, now you'll him one of me too. <laughs> oh, man. All right, so I'm going to, I got one for in the film, and you know, we got the new Marvel movie, Ant Man yeah. uh, mm-hmm. and the Lost mm-hmm. Quantumaniums mm-hmm. coming up. Uh, what if Iron Man was a flop? And I was th- I was just about to suggest that. Like, well, I, I feel like first <laughs> off, that would not have reignited Robert Downey Jr.'s career the way it did. Mm-hmm. No, um, you may not. I th- I think he was working on Sherlock Holmes right around the time. It was the I think it was the year after. So okay. he did Iron Man the, in two thousand eight. I believe the first Sherlock Holmes was two thousand nine. I came in, I thought it, it came might, out the same year. It might be the same year. Yeah. So we might have got that, but <clears throat> we probably wouldn't have got that god awful doolittle movie. <laughs> but then um and, and any other subsequent because he had Tropic he, Thunder. He had three movies out of there. He mm-hmm. had Tropic Thunder. He had three Avengers movies. Yep. So that's six movies just in the Marvel or in the, from the MCU that he wouldn't have got paid for. Mm-hmm. Well, well, five after you know that flop, and we may not even have the MCU at all. Yeah, that's yeah, kind I, of what their test was. was yeah, like, <clears throat> because they said they, they were going to test it out with a not so popular character, not actor, but the character yeah. Iron Man. And they had that was one number one. They still had the rights to those main characters like they didn't have the rights to like x-men and spider-man and stuff like that but or the fantastic four but like oh well oh, we darn. still have <clears throat> i know right not anymore they got it back but at the time they're like if they're gonna make a movie the problem is they got panned so many times in the past for like rebooting spider-man and stuff because mm-hmm. everybody had an idea if it was a super super popular character that everybody knew everybody went in with their own idea of it's got to be this this and this so if you do any deviation of it or don't do it justice People are going to hate it. Yeah. So they had a safer time picking a lesser known character <clears throat> because nobody went in with expectations. Like think of what they do with like Guardians of the Galaxy. Like nobody yeah. really knew the Guardians of the Galaxy before. Yeah. yeah. You throw something at the wall and you know hopefully it sticks and it. I mean, they, they did a very good job at it, but that was their test run. They said yeah. if this works, <clears throat> we'll do another one, and then and then from there we'll go from there. Because at least if the first one worked, second one flopped. Maybe the third one, they have a 50-50 chance of getting it back yeah. again. Uh, but, yes, think about that, though. The well, the first... second one was The Incredible Hulk, which yep. was amazing. Yep. And it's my favorite Hulk movie. But it wasn't panned as a great movie at the time. Mm. Like, a lot of people didn't <clears throat> like it that much. Like, yeah. a lot, not everybody. I liked it. Yeah. But who, who was it? Uh, I can't remember Mark Ruffalo talking about it, but he was like, I want to say it was Robert Downey Jr. when he was going to, um, um, when they were, like, bringing on or, like, trying to, um, promote the first Avengers. Mm-hmm. I want to say it was RDJ when he's on stage. He's like, <coughs> and reprising his role as the Hulk. And so, like, everyone's expecting Edward Norton to come out, and here's Mark Ruffalo. <laughs> 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 and he was talking about that in the interview. I, I can't remember if it's Kevin Feige or, or RDJ mm-hmm. that, that did that, but they were like reprising his role. They're like, oh, <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, that's not Edward Norton. <laughs> but, um, if the MCU had failed, Disney wouldn't have be the juggernaut it is today, probably. So they wouldn't own Star Wars. They wouldn't own Marvel, obviously, anymore. They just would have sold off the rights at this point. Um, Disney Disney Plus might not even be around. And, yeah. yeah. Um, well, maybe it would, but then again, they're down big enough to where they bought Fox and the Simpsons are on there. Yeah. Um, 
they they would be pressed for like new content. Yeah, they it. just would have released every Disney film known that they've had in the vault, except for the one movie that they will never release, which I really want to see. The Song. Little Toaster, <laughs> Song of the South. So, oh yeah, the Brave Little Toaster. Man. The Brave Little Toaster. Yeah. Mm. Did they do a second one on that? There's <laughs> a couple Brave Little yeah. Toaster movies. Yeah, but the first one's classic. <laughs> or the Land Before Time Twenty One. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Jeez, how many times? Do we have to watch the same dinosaur walk? <laughs> <laughs> so here's what I think possibly another thing could have happened with it is they would have either said, <clears throat> nope, we're not worrying about these Avengers people, or maybe reboot or revamped it and either try to redo Iron Man again, or let's start with a different one of the Avengers, maybe start out with Captain America or, or let's Thor. start out or Thor or the Hulk or whatever. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and maybe we'll leave Iron Man out of it. Like, maybe people just don't want to see it. So it's really interesting to think about what that would look like today. If that ever happened, would the MCU still exist? Would they have found a different route? Or would they have pressed hard to try to buy the rights back to mm-hmm. some of the stuff from Sony and Fox? Like, and then try to break it out that way? You know, I mean, it, it's there's so many different routes that could have happened. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, John Favreau wouldn't... He probably would have just gotten out of it if he said hey I did this movie for Marvel and it flopped so I'm not going to do I'm not going to work on this movie called Chef yeah Yeah. seems like a good idea you know I we wouldn't have Mando and see that's that's where I was going I was like if if Disney never bought Star Wars Lucas Lucas Films we wouldn't have that terrible trilogy that they released well I think they were already working on it but you at least got but Obi Wan. We got Obi Wan. You got Mando. I, I am gonna, I'm you gonna got, start rewatching that. Yeah. You got Andor. Like those Which were is amazing is shows. Amazing. I haven't watched yet. And and also my my actual favorite new movie that they did, Rogue One. Mm. That one's that in my opinion, since Disney took over, that's their best Star Wars movie. I, I like uh, Solo, a Star Wars story, more than most people. Solo, it was. It Donald was Glover like, stole the show. He did. He mm-hmm. did. One hundred percent. But it was like that was the part of the mystery of like why Han Solo's character was so was so good. Like mm-hmm. you didn't know that backstory. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. it was the story that didn't need to be told. <laughs> but it's just like Rogue One, how they took two hours to explain the one plot hole of the movie from the seventies. A, a solo a Star Wars movie fixes one line of dialogue from the original movie. Uh, yeah, <laughs> the, the Parsec quote. Mm. Um, because um, Parsec is a unit of distance, not uh, time. So yeah. when he said, we did the castle run in 23 Parsecs, like, so would everybody else. <laughs> but they um, they used that movie to explain how like he, he used like the gravity of a sun to like shave off a couple of Parsecs. So he's like, I'm the only one who's done that. I'm like, haha. So that one movie explains the one line of dialogue that George Luke, the internet wasn't invented, so it's not like he could Google what is Parsec. Yeah. He's like, I heard an interview, Parsec is a space term. I'm putting it in my movie. Was my favorite part with the Rogue One War, especially the ending scene, is, I mean, it Rogue One literally ends with the very beginning of A New Hope. Yeah, you know? they have a CGI layout <laughs> yeah. from the 70s. Exactly. Uh, but, like, that scene where he's going through the wreckage of the uh, of the capital ship. Yeah. Darth Vader is. When they redid that scene when he's, like, in the original... Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Tony, we are bringing that to every recording. Yeah. <laughs> and we're just going to hide it and not tell him. I'm just going to hear your backpack like... 
pee a little. Like, what the fuck's going on in there? <laughs> I just wish it sounded like... <laughs> like every time it's sprayed. <laughs> I'd walk out. I really would. <laughs> just gets misted in his face. <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh, I've lost my thought. I have no Sorry. idea what I was talking about. <laughs> uh, so it's the the Vader fight when he's going oh yeah. So in the, in the seventies one, it was cool. He had his lightsaber out and he's waving it back and forth. But, but in the the remake of Rogue One, like he went, he was slamming people into the ceiling. Exactly. Sparks are going out. And he's throwing his lightsaber and mm-hmm. shit. That was really awesome. That that showed like why he was actually so feared. Like, yeah, you know, in in the in the original movies, you know, they talk about Vader and everybody's like, oh shit, and, you know, like you see him get scared, but like, and then you know, James Earl Jones walks in or whoever it wasn't James Earl Jones, it was another guy. And I actual, can't remember the name of the guy. In the but suit. he he walks in and you're just like, oh, guy in a robot suit and a black cape. Yes. What's, what's so weird about that? Well, Obi-Wan did a good job and by that, too. And then I was going to say, like, yeah, hard in Obi-Wan. <clears throat> that was like, when, he when he's ripping that shit yeah. and he rips it apart. Yep. I mean, like, like, or the fight with Obi-Wan where they just pick it up like large boulders and throw exactly. it at each other. It's a great fucking show. I'm, I'm, I'm cautiously excited about the new season of it because I'm like, is there going to be a second season? They, they, uh, when they announced Obi Wan, they're like, "This is a limited one time." And, and that's what I was. I was like, "It was great. You did great. You did six episodes. It was short, sweet. Bam." He started off at Obi Wan started off as a bitch, and he came back to being Obi Wan. Like, I like it. And he de- he like dipped into his emotions. Like, that's a dark side thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. But he he did it for good. You, you saw you saw his uh, his lightsaber turn a little bit purple. Yep. <laughs> Just a little bit, <laughs> and I thought that was dope as hell. Yeah, and, <laughs> and there's so, going to be a second one. So someone did. I'm uh, happy you're mad about that. And that's that's kind of how I feel. But there's a lot of time frame still between. There still is. Yeah. Getting to the age that he was in, you know, the original mm-hmm. A New Hope. Well, um, I'm hoping that <laughs> the, they're going to dive a little bit more deeper into like the second sisters. There, I think they're probably that's going to be the the bigger focus on it. Mm-hmm. Is but I don't know. Anyway. Quick Star Wars one. There's a comic book. Once when, when Disney bought Star Wars, they're like only movies are canon. Uh, no TV shows, no books, no comics. Nothing is canon outside of the core movies, which sucks because there is a great comic panel. I think I've said it on the show billions of times because it's still true. It's my favorite. That um, just to show like how powerful and how feared Vader is. Like rebels surrounded Vader, just like on a planet. Like they have high point advantage with rifles on them. And they're like, Vader, give up. You're surrounded. He's like, the only thing I'm surrounded by is fear and dead men. And he turns on his lightsaber. And I was like, damn. Like, I had to, I tracked down the rest of that entire comic book and he wrecked him. <laughs> <laughs> and you did. And you did. And you did. Yep. <laughs> Turned into uh, the death Oprah. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone get the <to> school! <laughs> <laughs> But that's uh so yeah I mean think of the, all those patterns of how what wouldn't mm. wouldn't have happened or might have been different might have been way different. You know who you should have on as a guest uh, <laughs> speaker for this episode is Yondu himself. He would be able to do everything. Indeed. Yeah. 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 Do you remember who Yondu is? Yeah. Okay. I mean, Wait. if you can get a hold of him. Yeah. Wait, Yondu is Michael Rourke. I'm thinking of the guy from What If, um, the the sentient look between the realms kind of guy. Oh, well, oh the, 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 watcher. the watcher. The watcher. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yondu is. Michael Rourke from the Guardians. Yeah, yeah. yeah. With the little whistle. Yes. <laughs> yep. And then he turns into a mohawk. He just yep. thinks about it. <laughs> <laughs> Which, quick side note about that, I think I told you I watched on YouTube this guy that, like, 
tries to make all the, these things from movies yeah. and stuff. Oh, yeah. And he actually figures a way, like, not exactly, but he utilizes different technology and, like, things where he makes a, a pen thing or, like, a sharp pointy thing fly around, but based on his tones, he actually programs it to oh. move certain ways. Oh, that's cool. Huh. <laughs> Yeah, because he watched all these movies like a big, you know, geek I like, fan. I like the one he did with the Captain America shield. That was yeah, that was neat. Yep. Yeah, he actually makes it, throws it, bounces and around, bounces and catches off back the wall. into yep. it. Yep. yep. Yeah, I saw that one. That was pretty cool. <laughs> well, he does the one too where he makes the climbing the walls, well, like Spider Man. The oh. it, the other Spider Man is that he made Venom. Yes. Oh yeah. The other the, 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 the liquid black up, yeah. liquid. Oh, so that he, was weird. He makes this. Uh, it's like almost like these type of beads. Mm. Uh, they're just metal beads, and what they do is they they're metallics or, or they're magnetic. Magnet. So he makes a thing like a sleeve on mm. his arm, and he puts his hand in this black uh, material that is attracted that mm. is it has magnetic qualities. So he just puts his hand in, in the in the cup of this black stuff, and it's just and it just starts up, going up, and it's climbing up and covers and turns <laughs> into like a black sleeve. That's cool. Yeah, <laughs> horrifying but cool. <laughs> and he's like, but trying to wash it off is a pain. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> he actually makes a whole suit out of it, mm-hmm. and he basically just steps in, and you just see it slowly clump, coming up over <laughs> his whole body or the areas that he has. I yeah. think he makes like a chest piece. Yeah. And arm pieces, but they're connected to like strings that it'll mm. still uh, go up there. It's interesting though. That's cool. Yeah. Darn mm. it. So, <laughs> what if uh, we take the other side? What if um, the DCU actually got something, some momentum outside of Batman? Actually, was good. You mean was at, mm. yes. So, like, every movie wasn't a coin toss if it was going to be good or bad? Yes. <laughs> well, I think, number one, I think they definitely had the ability to do that. They definitely have the IPs to do it. Yeah, I just, I, they just haven't executed it properly. Yeah. I think, again, what they... They they, they really should have... T- they really should have humbled themselves and, exactly. said, and said, let's do what Marvel did. Mm-hmm. Like, they kind of did that. Like, they had Man of Steel. Yeah. And then they had and Wonder, Wonder Woman, Woman, but then they Wonder crammed Woman. in Batman versus Superman, and uh-huh. then started including everybody. And then they started doing the Justice, and League. then they did, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Had they done your core group as an individual story, mm. like you did with your first two, so you have Man of Steel, you have Wonder Woman, then you had Aquaman, you have Aquaman, Aquaman. you know, like uh, Cyborg, Cyborg, and Flash. Yeah. Like give those five, because technically. I mean, I don't know if if making a solo Batman movie would have really done anything to change it because yeah. Batman's been done so many damn times. They yeah. should have just kept Christopher Nolan <laughs> as like this is canon for the DCEU. That's where it started. Yep. And then just gone from there. But the thing is, like, they wouldn't have had like even if they didn't use that one or his version, <clears throat> made it to completely like a Ben Affleck version hypothetically. Mm-hmm. But after you have all those other standalone movies, then have like somehow at the end of one of them like maybe do like what Marvel did like at the end have like a teaser at the end like somebody gets a note like mm-hmm. Superman sitting there as Clark Kent and he's at Daily Bugle and he gets a note and it says we need to talk mm-hmm. and it's BW or something yeah, you know from the, and everybody like, gets some kind says, of yeah the envelope <laughs> says from Wayne Industries yeah, yeah. like the letterhead yeah. says every, Wayne Corp yeah, or something like and that. everybody like everybody gets something from him or some kind of thing in each movie right and then they form 
what would be the Justice League. Mm-hmm. Like, that would be the movie. Like, the first time you see Batman in that world would be, you know, everybody... But everybody's coming as themselves normally. So you'd have Clark. You know, you'd have... Uh, what's, uh, what's Wonder Woman's alternate name? Uh, Diane... Di- yeah, uh, Diane Prince? Prince, yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah. And uh, so they all come up as themselves. I mean, minus mm-hmm. Cyborg, he's kind of got his... Or Clark Kent goes to a crime <laughs> scene and he bumps into Barry Allen. Yeah. 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 Well, because Barry Allen was a forensic yeah. person, yeah, so forensic they, but they could have met and they could have done something. But what I'm saying is, like, then they all come in as themselves, as Barry and all them, and, and you know, there's Bruce Wayne, but it's in like a a, a boarding room at, at Wayne Enterprises, right? And it, then he could make some kind of statement. He's like, the I, only one you couldn't do would be Cyborg. Yes, yeah. so mm-hmm. he can't really. I don't really know. Well, that's what I'm saying. He would be the old... Well, maybe he's already met Cyborg and he's got him in a room. So, like, a great idea of how they could have done it is they all meet in this boardroom. He's like, you're probably wondering, you know, who I am. or You may not... You may know who I am. He's like, but I also really know who you guys are. All of you are. And then he's like, blah, blah, blah. And he starts maybe showing them the screenshots that he was capturing of what they can do. And then they're like, what's this all about? He's like, follow me. And then Mm -hmm. he takes them down to... Like the back cave, but like through the entrance, like a connection from his building. He's yeah. like, I think I can explain it better if I show you. And you mm-hmm. go down there, and then there's like the cyborg guy, but he's like mm-hmm. talking, and he's like, you know, we're all here for a purpose. That's just my thought. I'm just rolling it off the top of my head, but it's not a bad idea. But quick, like little side note: there's an old cartoon called The Justice League, and mm-hmm. you know, it's just an animated show, and it stars the Justice Green League, Green Lantern, yeah, and it had all, all of them, yeah. yeah. But there's this one time where Lex Luthor winds up in the body of the Flash. Mm-hmm. And he's like, finally, I get to see who you are. And he takes off the mask. He's like, I have no idea who this is. <laughs> <laughs> what is this Bane existence? <laughs> yeah, from there, I always my, uh, my favorite villain was always Solomon Grundy. Mm-hmm. Yep. Solomon Grundy feel kind of sad sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Solomon Grundy, born on a Monday, married on Tuesday. No. no. Christened on Tuesday, married on Wednesday, died on Thursday, and did something else on Friday. Went out for beers on Friday. Wound up at Courtside. Beers and wings. Yeah. Beers and wings. <laughs> Anybody want to catch no, a drink? Born on Sunday. It's an old nursery rhyme from like the 20s. Solomon Grundy. That was the, the, the way it sang in uh of the anime Batman and no in Gotham. Oh okay. When they when they Oh, you know, I they stopped did. watching after like season two. Oh I was uh, was he in there? Mm-hmm. He okay. comes in later on. That's cool. Uh season three, because I made it to the, the season with the Joker. Well, there Joker's in almost every season. He came from the second one and then the third one I think he gets fired from the Penguin's crew and he comes back as a little psycho, like when he's in the mental institution. Well, he was always psycho. From the yeah. very beginning, he was psycho. Yeah. It's just that that's when he got... When Jim Gordon was like the security at the mental hospital or whatever, Yeah, that's the last season I saw. Okay. I think we were going into the, the Court of Owls. Well, they changed up a lot of stuff with that too because, <clears throat> and I'm not going to get too far into this, but it was just basically, you know, he gets all scarred up and stuff mm. and then... I think actually a guy takes his face at one point because he's like presumed dead. Mm. And so this guy, yeah, he takes his, literally does and puts it on him. So he ends up, when he gets it back, he staples his face back on. But then there's one season where he's looking for this person and it's a name. I can't remember the name off the top of my head. And they're like, who is this? And so Gordon and all of them are trying to figure out who he's trying to find. And they finally find the guy and it's uh, his twin. 
Oh, okay. And so the Joker's... He's not really considered the Joker. They even said in, in interviews, they're like, we're not calling either one of them the Joker ever. Mm. Um, they said it's it's supposed to be more of a thing like, it could be one of them. Mm. It could be some... Because they have a bunch of followers that go psycho because he mm. does stupid shit. But his brother ends up becoming that by... Um, the original one hmm. spraying some noxious gas, which releases his inner psycho because he's been he doesn't he's not Joker like Johnson. <clears throat> very similar to that. So then the brother Love dies. That Joker. <laughs> so the one that you know of, he ends up getting killed. Oh, okay. This one ends up taking over, and this one's more like the suave psycho, more like kind of like a Jack Nicholson version. Okay. The other one was a lot more like a Heath Ledger. Gotcha. <clears throat> and then. You know, it happens what happens. But he's in, like, the final episode, too. Okay. Well, I know the final episode, um, <laughs> it, like, the very last shot is, like, a silhouette of Batman standing on a rooftop or something. But it's, it's not a silhouette. They actually pan up and you kind of see oh, him okay. standing. It's kind of like a Smallville-type ending. Okay. <laughs> and I did like the ending in Smallville. Because they, they, what they did, the very, the very last episode, they fast-forwarded ten years. And basically, mm-hmm. the episode before that, Bruce decides he's going to leave. He said, I need to go... And figure out who I am and blah, blah, and that's when he goes out for his training. Yeah, and <clears> they're back out into more yeah. more training. So he's traveling the world, but he comes back and he had left Selena and all that, you know, a note. And uh, so basically, the Joker guy comes back and uh, wreaks havoc, and he's uh, fucking shit up. And mm-hmm. then you know, you just happen to see like the things like he's attacking somebody, and like the you know the batarang yeah. catches him in the hand, and then he ends up. Whatever, I'm not going to tell you how it ends. But then, yeah, the very end, he's like, they make the sign, and they post it, and they show it, and then it's like, you pan up. <clears throat> They're all looking up. They're like, who is that? <laughs> and he's like, it just pans up this building, and you just see him standing there. I, um, I, I watched, um, I don't care, it was on YouTube, and they were discussing, like, how how much money and time would it take for Bruce Wayne to become the Batman? Like, being a genius-level crime fighter? He's like, assuming you did martial arts training and education at the same time... It would take you six million dollars in six years, and you need a master's degree in engineering and multiple school black belts in martial arts. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. and there are like oh, there's like a hundred million millionaires out there, and not one of those cowardly fucks have become Batman. Yeah, give me six million dollars, I'll go get an engineering degree and fight crime. I like money. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Definitely won't run away with it. Well, and, and, yeah. <laughs> and, and Bruce had kind of a leg up. If it's anything close to, and some of the comics have references to like what Gotham was like. Like mm. Alfred was training him younger, like mm. and for in terms of hand to hand, not full on martial arts. Right. And I think it's <coughs> a comic canon that Bruce Wayne has like a genius level intellect. Yeah, like we're talking like north of one forty. Mm. That's why he was able to learn all that stuff. Mm. Like normal schlubs like us, it may take us a little bit longer than six years to get a master's in engineering. Hey. Engineering. I resemble that remark. Yes, you do. <laughs> yeah. You were the poster child for that remark. <laughs> shut up, Richard. Yeah, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> so that's my thoughts on it. Like, DCU, I think... I, I, I think <laughs> if they one or two movies time. a little bit differently, it might be a different... Um, yeah. <clears throat> like, Marvel, they're not concerned about DC. They got... No. They may have quivered a little bit when they hired James Gunn to run it. They're like, okay, he actually knows what the fuck he's doing. Like, we may have a problem here. But they're like, their timeline, they've already announced their timeline. It's like 2026 is when phase one is done. So they've got a few minutes. But to... the thing is, they've already, they're already so successful now. They've already got all the support, all the back, anything they want to do. Now it's like their investors are just like, do it. Yeah. Do whatever. I mean, between how many movies is it now? Shit. <clears throat> so... 27? 
and then that and then you talking about the all the Disney Plus shows and movies yep. Yep. that they've done. I think they're not really worried about anybody at this point. Like, <clears throat> but when you get complacent, is when you die. You no, but I, but that's yeah. why they don't do that. That's why they're like constantly thinking about like what is what is series five look like or yeah. phase five or what does this look like? Phase five looks now? like King the Conqueror. Which I am excited for. He's and, a great Marvel they, villain. They finally did come out and say that he's gonna be the new big bad. The new big bad. Yeah, because yeah. I think the the last movie in Phase Five they're gonna or they're gonna end Phase Five with is it the another Avengers movie. I think it's right? the Avengers. Uh, like, like something case. I got that name in it. Like <clears throat> the problem is we don't we don't know who the Avengers are at this point. Like the original Avengers are all gone. Not all of them. Well, Hawkeye's I mean, retired. Wanda Maximoff is in a different reality. Well, she's still in the. No, she crushed herself at the building. Yeah, yeah. still. I mean, Falcon's still there. Falcon. Yeah, you got Falcon and the Winter Soldier still there. I mean, you technically, got, he's no longer Falcon. He's <laughs> Captain America. Yeah. Well, yeah, and you got a new Black Panther. That's right, Shuri. Yep. Spoilers. It's on Disney Plus. Go watch Su- it. Shuri. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're right. Most of the Avengers are not there, but technically, Hulk is still around. Yeah. Yeah, but he's not Rage Hulk. He's no, Smart he's Hulk, Professor Hulk. Yeah. But you whatever got, they call you him. You know, you got Captain Marvel. That's Still come back and got Sean. She is so OP. They try and keep her away from as much of the yeah. action as human. Like, she didn't come into the last 10 minutes of the um, the endgame fight. She was like, she was throwing blows with Thanos. He, he was like, oh, damn. Like, he had to grab the power stone. Yeah. <laughs> to, to beat her ass. Yeah. yeah. He, you know, she just kind of <laughs> took out his entire spaceship. Yeah. Well, all her powers are based by one of the stones. Yeah. By the space they, stone. Yeah, they used it to power the. the the spaceship drive. Yeah, well, that's why uh, that's why Wanda Maximoff was so powerful too. Hers yeah. was the Mind Stone. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She was already, you know, had the power of being the witch, but that like amplified it. Yeah. yeah. I but, mean, uh, t- and technically, I mean, whether he comes back or not, I mean, Thor. Yeah. Could, and it's a, now it's supposed to be, you know, you pass the throne on to a different Thor. No. I didn't finish um, Love and Thunder. I made him sad today. Today's a good day. That's good. <laughs> today is a Sunday. <laughs> Your first day back. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Shed those tears for me, boy. <laughs> your anguish sustains me. <laughs> <clears throat> I can feel your sadness growing inside. <laughs> That's not sadness. <laughs> oh, I don't want to be cause of that. Ah, yeah. Back at you. <laughs> Well, what else? What ifs? What else? Uh, I mean, even outside the you know the Marvel stuff and and DCU stuff, but you know, what if you you're some of the greatest actors, or I'm sorry, greatest directors, never created some of the stuff? What if Robert Zemeckis, Steven Spielberg, Rob, uh, Martin Scorsese, George Lucas? What if they all just decided to go a different route in life? And what if they all became like doctors or lawyers or something? <laughs> yeah. So then who would make my E.T. in Jurassic Park? Exactly. That's my question. Who would? How am I supposed to have Indiana Jones? And Harrison Ford most likely would not be Indiana Jones. Yeah. Because the only reason he was was because of Han Solo. Yeah. So he wouldn't have been Han Solo either. Yeah. In this what if, is Roland Emmerich still around? (laughs) You tell me. Yes, because I don't want to endanger my Stargate. So that's my I question. like how you did that. Oh, bless you. Oh, yes, <laughs> yes, sweet. But I'm sweet thinking, though, like, like Spielberg, you don't have, like, your Jaws. Yeah. You don't have E.T. You don't have the, the, the baseline classics. of Those are all the actors, or the directors I'm talking about are the guys that basically 
they changed the way cinema was made. They yeah. they were pioneers in, in not mm-hmm. only how they did things, whether it be practical effects or special effects or whatever, but how to tell a story. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> like, it would be creative. Imagine a life, and Doug's gonna, if Doug hears this one, he'll probably start crying. A world without Back to the Future. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> Nobody else probably would have had that concept because those concepts from the stories, if you watch, like, when they talk about how they came about it, uh, Robert Zemeckis was going to visit his dad and came across the yearbook. They went to the same high school and he's like, what? he had a conversation with his father. He's like, what if, would I have been friends with my father? He goes, he's like, you know, head of the chess club and this. Mm-hmm. And he's like, what if that would happen? What if I ended up going back in time and meeting my parents in high school when like I was in high school and that's how the whole idea sparked. So if, if nobody else had that experience or that thought process, you wouldn't have a back to the future movie. Well, I mean, that, that's a world I don't want to live in. Even like, well, to be Brooks. fair, if it never existed, I wouldn't know that, I didn't want to live in that world. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Take your time on that one. <laughs> Take deep breaths as you go through this process. Yeah. Uh, uh, I've got some medication at home that'll help me rethink through this later. Mel Brooks. Yeah. Like would we have uh, spoof movies the way that we do now without having you know space balls or or blazing saddles. Yep. Or, or young Frankenstein. Well, if Star Wars didn't exist, you wouldn't have space balls. Well, exactly. Yeah. You wouldn't have that at we all. Would, uh, we'd have nothing but Leslie Nielsen films as spoof films, like uh, yeah. Spy Hard yep. or um, the sp- Naked Gun. Yeah, yep. Naked Gun. Uh, what's the one where they parodied the Fugitive? Um, I can't remember. They parodied the Fugitive. Oh. Leslie Nielsen was on the run. And they were oh. looking for a, a guy with one arm, one leg, and one foot. And and the, the leg turned into a sniper rifle and he's trying to kill the president. That's just so specific. <laughs> the, um, the silencer was a hush puppy. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's beautiful. <laughs> but yeah, you think about that, there's the classics. Would there be a different, completely different world of cinema today? Or would that reverse everything? Like, let's say you'd have a bunch of shit movies well not that anything else out, oh, outside of them serious or would today would we have a lot more original stuff in this day and age now and mm. where we're at instead uh, of everything yeah. just being a reboot and a and a rehash <clears throat> or a remake would would all those original ideas come from hey we're somebody seeing an original <laughs> idea in two weeks yes yes we yes are. It, very original <laughs> for the record if any of our fans want to go see cocaine with the, the podcast we will not be recording or anything but we will be watching at the regal cinema in Pinellas park the movie cocaine bear the eleven twenty okay. showing come say hi and show your support and watch a bear very very high on cocaine murder a bunch of people and well, bring, so and bring a black shirt <laughs> and directed by elizabeth banks yeah, yeah. holy crap yeah. Like, i thought that would be a little bit below her pay grade well, so think think about this for a second now. So, if we didn't do the podcast, and I didn't approach you guys, we wouldn't really be talking about it. I may have brought up Cocaine Bear if I saw the trailer, just because I'm me. But, because everybody asked about it, because we did the podcast, like, are you going to go see it? <clears throat> they wanted to see it too. Now, half of Courtside, both employees and uh, right. patrons, yeah. are now in a big group. Would that have ever happened? Would all of us ended up at a movie together? I don't know. That's a good question. I'm just, I mean, I probably would have seen the trailer too, and I would have brought it up. And somebody like, oh, we should. Um, I'm, I'm going to go see that movie. That looks amazing. But I don't think anyone would have said, you know, we should all do it. Yeah. Everybody, you know, at our local watering hole knows that we have this podcast and we like talking about movies. And they're like, you guys going to go see it? You should go see it. And like, yeah, we're going to fucking see it. Yeah. And they're like, Damn. we want to see it too. <coughs> next thing yeah, on out. Next thing you know, I get a Facebook invite <laughs> and I owe someone money. <laughs> Which I have paid. Kelly, leave me alone. I was going to say, don't you always owe someone money? Yeah. (laughs) 
This needs to be a running tally I here. Mean, no, I don't always owe my friends money. <laughs> Credit card companies. Yeah. Well, that's Student everybody. loan companies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's normal. Yeah. yeah that's... So, yeah. The thing about that, though, that's it's, a lot of these little things would not have happened. Yeah. Yeah. People wouldn't have been there and said, I want to go, too. I mean, we. I wouldn't have, personally, if I'm, on my end, I wouldn't have rehashed probably old contacts that I haven't talked to in a while and getting back involved in mm-hmm. the in the film community in a way yeah uh meeting more new contacts uh building stuff kind of re-getting into that so for me personally that that would have all been massively different yeah like i <laughs> says our lives would be the mundane things it was in 2019 damn it which i mean they Son weren't bad in 2019 they just weren't great yeah they weren't special it was it was another year yeah the only thing that happened in 2019, I remember, is was like China was like, oh, they have a new infection. They're trying to keep quarantine. And everyone's like, yeah, keep that shit over there. Stay. Yeah. And yeah. Then next thing you know, late December, early January. Oh, no. It spread around the world faster than the Spanish flu back in the 20s. It went around the world well, in like three Because months. air travel wasn't that popular back then. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that tends to help out. Yeah, like you know, international travel. Them damn Wright real. brothers. Yeah. <laughs> Goddamn geniuses. Pieces of shit. <laughs> yeah. Piece of shit, man. I think they said the Spanish flu, that big um, pandemic in the 20s, it's, it took six months to circle the globe without air travel. Okay. And coronavirus did it in like four. That was with air travel. But that's before they started like, hey, saliva particles are what really transmitting. Please wear a mask. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we were like four months into the pandemic before doctors were like, it's probably a good idea if literally everyone wears one of these things. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. <clears throat> well, for you, I know if the uh, if the movie Stargate never came out, the show wouldn't, wouldn't be done probably, I wouldn't even... You wouldn't have that tattoo on your arm. Yeah, Lord yep. knows what tattoo I would have on my arm. So imagine if this actually was really happening in life. It's like Back to the Future. It starts... <laughs> <And> it, yeah, <laughs> it's, 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 it's turning away. It just goes off. <laughs> it just starts turning into a pumpkin from the Nightmare Before Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> your pictures and your sign stuff start dissolving. And <laughs> no! I start getting weak, have to sit down, and yet still somehow play the guitar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then suddenly I'm brought back to <laughs> Yeah. So, uh, going back to your famous directors, I had another thought. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. What? Sorry, leg cramp. I had to stand up. I don't know if the mics are getting this. All right, let me just sit back down. Um, what if John Williams or Hans Zimmer weren't um, the composers that they are? Like, how would the movie soundtrack? Oh, good Lord. John Williams. He's created the Star Wars, the Indiana Jones, basically anything George Lucas has oh, worked yeah. on. John Williams is there. And then you got Hans Zimmer, who's basically <laughs> the same school of... Um, John Williams, he uses a lot of orchestra. Well, what about a, what about a Danny Elfman? Yeah. Stop it! Don't you dare put his swill out here. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's good, but he's not John Williams. Yeah, or Hans exactly. he's good. no John Williams. He ain't no John Williams, man. You don't know me. You, you didn't watch that? Uh, that I think the, the Family Guy, the Blue Harvest, their spoof. Yeah. So he's like, <laughs> so Chris comes back, you know, and he's he's being Luke, you know, and his his uncle uh, just, and and aunt just got burned, and like mm. they burned down. And he's like. Oh no, John Williams! Because they like burned down the whole yeah. orchestra. And he's like, great. Now we gotta finish the movie with Danny Elfman. <laughs> <laughs> and he just goes over there, and Danny starts playing, and he just runs over there with his lightsaber and kills it. <laughs> well, Hans Zimmer and John Williams both have um, EGOTs. I don't think um, your guy does. You just said his name like three times. So Danny Elfman. Danny Elfman. Uh, once again, no, sir, I can't look it up, but I don't think he has an EGOT like John Williams or Hans Zimmer. 
And for the record, an EGOT is an Emmy, Oscar, um, Grammy, and Tony. Mostly, it's usually only composers who get something. I think Whoopi Goldberg and like four other actors are the only ones that have ever gotten it. Yeah. (laughs) So they had another one about John Williams, and it's like when he wrote the score for um, for Episode One, where Mm -hmm. where there's a fight scene in there. He's like, John, so like we want to have a fight. It's going to be a battle, and like we don't, you know. We don't really want it to be too crazy. We want to kind of just kind of have it lead up. And, you know, just kind of... We don't want it to take away from the fight. You got it. We get Duel of the Fates. Which yeah, exactly. is one of the greatest songs in Star Wars, but still. <laughs> exactly. But it's attached Let's to keep episode. it chill. Yeah. Duel of the Fates. You yeah. got it. <laughs> you got it, boss. <laughs> Hold my beer. Yeah. Where are you going? The recording studio. Yeah. I, I need an 18-piece orchestra. Yeah. <laughs> And a, an electric guitar. <laughs> what? Yeah, just give me my stuff, man. <laughs> Lucas looks over and I'm like, really? And he's like, what? I could have been b- way bigger than that. He's like, <laughs> like I actually it. toned it down. Like, <laughs> I smoked weed that day. <laughs> <laughs> well, and not just when you're talking about music and, you know, how the scores go and everything like that. We'll take like, even like the genre of like horror films. Mm-hmm. Like old school horror movies were built. I mean, John Carpenter, Halloween. It's like, it's yes. very distinct. There's only a couple notes. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like it sets jaws. Yeah, two notes. It sets the mood though. Yeah, Yeah. and you know those are things that you just can't get. Like actually, you're you get more intense just by the music than you do like okay, Mm. someone walking down the hall. Like the person's walking down the dark hallway, and it's like. So I think I've made it pretty clear. I've never seen a Halloween movie, but every Halloween, you know, holiday time, I change the ringtone on my phone to the theme song from Halloween just because it is. I even know it. It's that iconic. Yeah. Like so, if composers weren't who they were today, mm-hmm. I think the movie. Just, I mean, obviously, there are very musically gifted people, so there yeah. would be a John Williams or a Hans Zimmer that would rise up. But some of those would early there, works would there really? Be yeah, that? I think so. I mean, it'd be Mick Jagger, but <laughs> <laughs> he got to move like Jagger. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think some of our most beloved movies wouldn't be as beloved or even beloved to begin with because we didn't have those great moments with the great soundtrack to go yeah. along with it. Like, I think the best thing to come out of Phantom Menace was Duel of the Fates. Absolutely. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, I mean, but you just gotta And remember. the classic Jurassic Park theme. That was John Williams, yeah. too. Mm-hmm. When the 1994, everybody, um, my middle school band, the first thing they learned to play after seeing that movie was that theme song. Mm-hmm. And they were pulling out, like, the trumpets and everything in class, like, Teacher, can we do this? They're like, yes, please. I want to hear this. I love that song. <laughs> okay, let's, let's go. Come on. Move it along. <laughs> well, it's because music in general tells a story. Yeah. It's just without visual or, or words. It's, I mean, and I'm not talking about like songwriter music. Yeah. I'm talking about like, like instrumental. Like, like, like yeah, composed. Music. Yeah. Com- exactly. Composed yeah. orchestra. <clears throat> yeah. They they tell a story. So you have this, the visuals telling one <clears throat> part of the story. You have the sound that's telling another part of the story. So The sound makes you feel it. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Feel it. Feel, feel it. it. <clears throat> That boy good. That boy good. <laughs> yeah. Good and terrible. Yeah. <laughs> it's good. Sexual chocolates. <laughs> Man, I hope. I, I wish they'd pull out Eddie Murphy for that to do. We now bring you sexual chocolate. <laughs> this is the halftime show for the Super Bowl. <laughs> that boy good. <laughs> good and terrible. <laughs> Let's play a quick little game just because I thought of it. What if Eddie Murphy wasn't an actor? Who do you think they would have hired to play the Beverly Hills Cop? My first thought was Martin Lawrence. 
But I don't. He may have been a little too young when those. Yeah, I'm and trying to think of who else was around back then. Uh, I was thinking maybe Richard uh, Pryor. Maybe I don't know. He was too. He was too comedy because you know he did the toy and then he was doing Look No Evil, Hear No yeah. Evil, See No Evil. See, yes, See No Evil. I was thinking maybe Will Smith, but I don't know if he'd be too young. He would have been too young because he was doing Fresh Prince right then, <laughs> yeah. or just before. I mean, excuse me. Just the first after. one came out in like the mid '80s, I think. Yeah. So Will Smith, '84. Yeah. Yeah. So Will Smith like could have been do, like uh, that's why he couldn't do Ghostbusters. Who? Eddie Murphy. Oh, that's really? Right, yeah. Because he was doing a Beverly Hills Cop. Oh, he would have been a good Winston. Oh damn! <laughs> damn. Yeah, I'm just trying to think of like popular uh, black actors back then that were like on the same par. Who was the guy that played Lando? <clears throat> oh, uh, oh, uh. The hell, Billy D. Williams. Yeah, yeah. Billy D. He might have done it. He might have been. Yeah, he might have been a decent one. I think he would have been a little too suave. Though. I agree. I agree. Yeah, like, he, he strikes me as someone like if you're gonna make a Miami Vice movie, like redo a new yeah. one and have a suave tub. Or if they remake A Team, he's the face. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's. But I mean, it could work. I'm trying to think of. I mean, it is kind of comedy. They have worked together. Arsenio Hall. Hmm. Keenan Iron Ruins, just forget about him. Yeah. Because uh, he, he would have been real young then. Yeah, he would have been yeah. around the same time as I'm Gonna Get You, Sucker, and he was pretty yeah. in shape back then. <clears throat> yeah. So, I, and he was a comedian, still is. Yeah. Pretty funny. Or Damon Wayans. Um, well, Damon might have been a little too young for that at that okay. point. It might, might have been. I don't know yeah. all their ages. So. Yeah. <clears throat> but I wouldn't say Keenan Ivory or Damon Wayans probably could have done. Um, they're both really great comedians. And I know at least Keenan Ivory has done a lot of action movies. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can definitely see them nowadays if they were going to remake, which I hope they never do, remake Beverly Hills Cop. And don't do that. No, but they are Stop making it. a fourth one with Eddie Murphy. That's fine. Yeah. <clears throat> Once again, 25 years later, like you're doing with all the movies. <laughs> Once again, not original, semi-original ideas. Yeah, you know, Chris Rock might have been all right. He was he was actually in the second one for for a hot minute. Second like Beverly Hills Cop. Mm-hmm. He was parking the cars yeah, at the right. uh, at the uh, Bunny Ranch. Yep. Or the oh yeah. Uh, it's like I get twenty dollars for a car, or I get ten dollars for a limo, twenty dollars for a truck. What am I gonna do with this? It's forty dollars. Park it next to a limo. Because <laughs> he pulled it with a cement truck. <laughs> I remember his part in um, I'm Gonna Get You, Sucker, where he's like haggling over the price. He's like, I get an order of ribs and a soda. He's like, $5. He's like, what if I just get one rib? Just one rib. Do you want one rib? He's like, yeah, one rib. He's like, all right, two fifty. He's like, well, what if we make it a smaller soda? He's like, all right, fine. Two bucks. He's like, what if you just pour the soda into my hand? He's like, get out of here. And he's like, all right, fine, I'll get the ribs. And he pulls out a wad. It's all 100. He's like, you pay 20? He's like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Just give me one rib. <laughs> Just, give, Just give me one rib. Yep. I love that movie. It's pure black exploitation, but it's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, but it was made by them for them. Yeah. It was written and directed and starred Keenan Ivan Ray. Yep. Mm. Yes. And he also had Isaac Hayes in it, too, which I thought was amazing. <laughs> One of the funniest parts, like, Isaac Hayes loaded up with all of these guns, like, they're going to take down the big drug dealer, and then he's walking out to the car, and he trips, and all of the guns go off, and he <laughs> dies, like, right there on the <laughs> sidewalk. <laughs> it's the moral of the story. Don't carry guns. Don't carry guns. Or at least put on the safeties. I think he had even a grenade in there at some point. Um... Well, here's here's another quick one. What if uh, 
What if we never had America's Sweetheart Tom Hanks? Oh. Made me Once sad. again, yeah. I can't think. Yeah. Once again, it goes back to I don't want to live in that world. But if there was no Tom Hanks, I wouldn't know I'd be living in that world, so I might be fine. All right, so so then we'll we'll go. Um, we'll we'll say the Nazis actually won and they invaded America, and there was no Tom Hanks, yeah. and they straight up just executed the Hanks family. Pretty much, yeah. it's the only people. Like they just went to wherever he's from and just burned down that one house. That's one, yeah. And they went, then they fucked back off to Germany. That's all yeah, they came yeah, here to yeah, do. Yeah, that was it. It's like a Nazi version of Terminator. Yeah. Well, they uh, Tom Hanks. They actually have a. There's a show out there that's kind of based on that. Like if the if the Germans actually uh, Man in the High Tower on um, Amazon. Amazon, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Almost took out my mic. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I don't talk about that Nazi propaganda. Yes. <laughs> There's also another show on IMDb because they're making shows now called Nazi Hunters with uh, Josh Randor from yes. How I Met Your Mother, um, and the guy from Warehouse 13. I can't remember okay. his name. Well, I think there's a show on Netflix called Red Moon, and it's basically if if like not not the Nazis, but if the Soviets actually landed oh. on the moon first. It's like it's it's a weird show to watch because basically they're playing it. From the perspective as we lost mm. and how everything would have been we different. We did lose the space race. We just got to the moon first. They got no, the that space was, race. No, that was the actual race. Well, the race to was get to get, get into space and they won it. Well, we took it a step further. Though. Yeah. You got the moon. You got the space. We're going to the fucking moon. <laughs> Guess yeah. what? Yeah. What is this rock that we got? <laughs> That's just like this last um, video game console generation. Sony and Microsoft were battling oh, out. Oh, yeah. Sony, Sony's like, yeah, we're selling a lot more units so much we can't even produce them fast enough. And he's like, well, yeah, good for you. And fuck you. I'm going to go buy Activision. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. We only got a couple minutes left. So uh, anybody got another quick what if? We we're brain hurts right now trying to think. Okay. Yeah. There are people who specialize in like alternate timelines. Yeah. And I am not. <laughs> nope. <laughs> well, this um, is. If you what want if, a good what one. What if I didn't have to, what if? <laughs> yeah. Well, there's a great YouTube I have the answer for that one right now. <laughs> uh, but quick shout out there's a great uh, YouTube channel called Alternate History. That guy does uh, an amazing job of like rewriting like infamous battles. Like, what if. I mean, it's really oh. easy to say, what if Germany's t- Germany took all over yeah, Europe and yeah. still around. But he does like. What if this giant plan from like the seventies to drain the Mediterranean to make a new continent actually went through? And then he goes through how that affects Northern Africa and Southern Europe. Um, so he is a great YouTube channel, incredibly smart. I really hope he's like doing this full time and is living well off because this guy is good. Nice. But alternate history on YouTube, you should check it out. All right. And uh, not sponsored. To, to Gavin, to Gavin's question, what if he didn't have any more what ifs? Well, then we would end the show now. We'd uh, plug the Sunscreen Film Festival here <laughs> at the end of April, <laughs> April twenty seventh through the thirtieth. Uh, look forward to having uh, Chris DeGrady on with us in a couple weeks. Uh, getting back Doug and Brian soon to uh, talk about the Sunscreen Film Festival and other projects they're working on. Uh, until then, though, for Movie Talks and Chill, we are your hosts. I'm Tony Serrato. What if I'm Gavin? What if I'm Tony? Also, ooh. And what if I don't say take care and shut this thing off now? Take care. Have a good one. (laughs) Goodbye. Don't forget, guys, you can visit us at our website, movietalksandchill.com. Email us at talktous at movietalksandchill.com or find us on our YouTube channel. Uh, You can also follow us on social media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Movie Talks and Chill. You can listen to us on Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, coming soon to Apple Podcasts, CastBox, and Overcast. New episodes available every Wednesday. Talk to you then.
theme music for our podcast was composed, arranged, and performed by Paul The Rock.